0: Get ready to grip it and rip it.
1: All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting.
0: Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the
2: golf show. Greetings, golf fans and fellow golfers. My name is Jerry Butenhoff. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of Tea to Green, coming to you as usual from the Broadmoor Resort in Colorado Springs, and uh, glad to have you with us on this, uh print Apparently, it's uh, quite a nice uh, fall day all around the country here, and a lot of golf going on and a lot of things to talk about. Believe it or not, today, we're going to start you on the path to mistake-free golf. Yes, you heard me right. That is the title of the book written by Robert Winters. Uh, Dr. Bob has a Ph.D. and is a renowned sports psychologist, and he is the resident mind guru, at the Ledbetter Golf Academy in Orlando. It's first aid for your golfing brain, and Dr. Winters will give you some aids on how to improve and perhaps eliminate some of the thought processes that uh, go on in your mind during a round of golf. Also today, uh, we're going to uh, take a little look at the 2015 class for the World Golf Hall of Fame was announced this week and I'll run those down for you. The selection process has changed this year. Uh it will now be in every other year situation. And the induction ceremony will take place in a brand new location next July. And I'll tell you where. Also today uh, a lot of things going on, a busy time of the year in professional golf, so a lot of things to talk about on tour. Golf tips from Mark Kebble, all straight ahead on Tee to Green.
3: It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at 7. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like
4: parking lots. Oh, Lord. What am
3: I? Me keep my head down save me from those double
4: bogey
5: blues
2: you can find all kinds of things about us and the show at our website t2greenradio.com good stuff little stories lots of photos golf course reviews all kinds of things t jerry Butenhoff with you we'll come back and run down the hall of fame inductees right after this on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network.
6: Not all waters are created equal, and that's why everyone from athletes and celebrities to weekend warriors are choosing Alchemy. It's the ultimate health and wellness water. Alchemy hydrates you faster, helps balance your body's pH levels, stimulates your metabolic function, and is clinically proven to boost the immune system. Plus, Alchemy's patented water is rich in bioavailable oxygen to improve vitality and performance. Available at select retailers and online through Amazon at alchemywater.com. That's A-L-K-A-N. Hi, this is Fred Dreyer. FanDuel.com is the leader in one-week fantasy football leagues for real money with immediate cash payouts. Entry fees start at just $1. No season-long commitment, no upfront fees. Play each week or whenever you want. FanDuel is paying out more than $10 million every single week, but you have to play to win, so sign up today. Go to fanduel.com and click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner. Use my code DRYER and sign up now. That's fanduel.com, code word DRYER.
2: your number one source for golf news and entertainment tita green coming to you from the broadmoor resort in colorado springs i'm jerry bootenhoff flying solo here this week jay Ritchie is on the road with the air force academy hockey team on their way back from alaska where it was a balmy 35 degrees i believe in fairbanks yesterday so uh yeah better him than me All right, Uh, first up on the docket today, uh, this past week, uh, I believe it was Tuesday or Wednesday, the uh, 2015 class for the World Golf Hall of Fame was announced. And the the, uh, Hall of Fame and the selection uh, situation, everything has changed a little bit this year. It will now be uh, every other year instead of every year. And the selection process has changed. Um, This is the first class to be inducted by the new Hall of Fame Selection Committee which debated a group of uh, what they eventually narrowed down to 16 finalists. And the four members that I'm going to mention in just a second each passed the required 75% voting threshold. Approval, of course, by at least 12 of the 16 members. The selection committee uh, this year co-chaired by Nancy Lopez, Arnold Palmer, Gary Player, and Annika Sorenstam. So uh, pretty good credentials right there, I would say and um what they did is uh they've narrowed uh, all of the people in golf into four categories male and female competitors veterans and lifetime achievement in the world of golf and this year's inductees are laura davies david graham mark o'meara and aw tillinghast the uh Uh, Chairman of the uh, Selection uh, Committee this year was uh, uh, PGA uh, Commissioner Tim Fincham, and uh, Tim said, We are thrilled to welcome Laura, David, Mark, and AW into the World Golf Hall of Fame. The new selection process provided a thorough examination of the candidates by a diverse international group, and we're delighted with the outcome. Congratulations to the class of 2015. The induction ceremony this coming July will be at the University of St. Andrews on the Monday prior to the playing of the British Open. So what they're going to do here on occasion is, uh, instead of having the induction ceremony at the Golf Hall of Fame in St. Augustine, Florida, they will be moving it around on occasion. Uh, this year it will be, or next July, it will be in St. Andrews. Uh, already in 2019, they have announced that the induction will be at Pebble Beach prior to that year's U.S. Open, which will also be honoring the 100th anniversary of of pebble beach and everything uh, in that area so uh, let's run down the candidates or the uh, winners here a little bit and the inductees and uh, go over a little bit of their uh, career achievements laura Dav- we'll go in alphabetical order here laura davies has more than 70 worldwide victories for lpga majors and is considered by many to be the most successful female british player at all of all time uh, she broke on the scene in 1985, winning both the Rookie of the Year and the Order of Merit on the Ladies' European Tour. In 1987, she won her first major as uh, as just a 23-year-old, outdueling Joanne Carner and Ayaka Okamoto to win the U.S. Women's Open at F- Plainfield Country Club in New Jersey. Uh, she added... Uh, three more majors later on, winning both the 1994 and 1996 LPA Championships, which were both played at the DuPont uh, Country Club in Delaware, and then also uh, later in 1996 won the Maurier Classic in Canada which was the fourth major at that time uh, prior to being replaced by the Women's British Open here uh, about a decade or so ago. Uh, Davies has represented Europe a record 12 times in the Solheim Cup, playing in every competition from 1990 through 2011. Among her uh, numerous awards are the Golf Writers Association of America F- Female Player of the Year in both 1994 and 96. And the 1994 Golf Writers Trophy from the Association of Golf Writers. David Graham uh, from Australia has more than 20 worldwide victories, including the 1979 PGA Championship at Oakland Hills and the 1981 U.S. Open at Marion. His final round, 67 at Marion that year, is considered one of the best final rounds uh, for a major championship winner. Uh, in fact, it all merited a call from Ben Hogan at that time. Um, Graham is one of only four players, including Hale Irwin, Bernard Longer, and Gary Player, that have won events on all six continents that play golf. Obviously, Antarctica does not... Uh, Included there. He represented Australia in three Dunhill Cups and two World Cups and was the original captain for the international team in the very first President's Cup, which was held in 1994. Mark O'Meara, of course, uh, well remembered for the uh, monster year he had in 1998 when he was a PGA Player of the Year, won both the Masters and the British Open that season. Uh, In the Masters, he birdied the final two holes to defeat Fred Couples and David Duvall by one shot and then defeated Brian Watts in a four-hole playoff to win the British Open at Royal Birkdale that year. And uh, at that time, at age 41, he was the oldest player ever to win two majors in one year. And as I said, he was also the player of the year on the PGA Tour that season. A.W. Tillinghast, uh, you may know as one of the most renowned golf course architects that the world has known. Uh, Albert Warren Tillinghast was born in 1874 and took golf lessons from old Tom Morris, was an admirer, of course, of the St. Andrews course, and... uh, became a true pioneer of American golf design. He was a prolific architect, more than 100 U.S. courses to his credit, and was origin- an original member of the PGA of America. A lot of his uh, courses are still among the world's best and are frequently used as major championship venues. Among those, Bethpage State Park in New York, Winged Foot, Baltus Rall, and the San Francisco Golf Club. So, the induction will take place uh, at Younger Hall at the University of St. Andrews on July 13th, that is the Monday prior to the British Open at St. Andrews this coming year. So, congratulations to the World Hall Golf Hall of Fame Class of 2015. Another uh, golf-related uh, item that uh, is going to be different starting next year, and uh, this came out of a little while ago, but we have yet to to cover it on the show here. The LPGA Championship is getting a new name, new partners, and more exposure. The PGA of America and the LPGA Tour have combined now to create what will now be known as the Women's PGA Championship. It will be the first women's major run by the PGA America, and next year's tournament will be at the Westchester Country Club just outside New York. Uh, this coming uh, summer, KPMG will be the title sponsor, and the purse will grow from 2.25 to 3.5 million dollars. And weekend coverage will also uh, be network on NBC, so NBC will have both the Women's PGA and the Women's U.S. Open. Partnership means that the LPGA will lean on the PGA of America to run the major. Carrie Haig, who sets up the PGA Championship and the U.S.-based Ryder Cup courses, will be in charge of the women's PGA. It uh, also will uh, change as the the women's PGA for the past uh, uh, number of years has been in the Rochester, New York area. It will rotate just like the men's PGA starting next year and like we said the uh, first event next year at the Westchester Country Club which uh, used to be a regular site for the uh, PGA Tour uh, for about 40 years until uh, 2007 some of the winners that have won uh, the Westchester Classic on that course Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicklaus, Ernie Els and Seve Ballesteros so a pretty good lineup of winners there so uh, The LPGA, under uh, Commissioner Mike Wan, uh, expanding the number of tournaments, getting a little more uh, worldwide exposure, and uh, looking to uh, especially uh, beef up uh, their... uh, Uh, Identity, if you will, in the United States with some of the newer uh, events that they've had uh, this year and certainly using this and teaming with the PGA of America to create the Women's PGA Championship. All of the uh, records and history from what was known as the LPGA Championship will transfer over and it will just have a new name and the PGA will be in charge. So that's what's going on. Congratulations to the Hall of Fame class. Looking forward to the... uh, Women's PGA becoming a regular fixture in the LPGA Tour. And coming up next, after the break, I'm going to tell you how to play mistake-free golf. I kid you not. (laughs) Dr. Robert Winters, author of the book, Mistake-Free Golf, will be with us coming up after the break. You're listening to Tita Green, coming to you from the Broadmoor Resort. We're worldwide on American Forces Radio, coast-to-coast in the Sports Byline Broadcast Network be right back.
7: Who did you let down today? Your wife? Your kids? Well, how about yourself? Let us help you break your addiction to drug and alcohol before it's too late. This call is completely confidential and free. So if you have private insurance, take five minutes of your time, call right now. I promise it'll change your life. 866-490-3992. 866-490-3992. 866-490-3992. 866-490-3992.
5: your process lower your monthly mortgage payments save your home and your credit but you must act now call 800-274-7312 800-274-7312 not available in all states paid non-attorney spokesperson
7: we all know health care has changed drastically it's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits 800-614-1242, 800-614-1242, 800-614-1242. Health Markets Insurance Agency is the DBA or assumed name of Insphere Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is a licensed insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service availability varies by state.
1: Just tap it in.
0: Just tap it in.
1: Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap,
0: tap a The Broadmoor continues to stand in the forefront of world-class facilities, amenities, and service, combining modern comfort and convenience with an elegant charm of the past.
4: Hi, I'm Mark Kelville, the head golf pro at the Broadmoor, and today I want to talk to you about teaching aids, the first one being just a plain, ordinary towel, and this is used primarily for the short game Put it across your chest and put it under each arm. What this allows you to do is maintain the triangle through the chipping area. And it keeps your arms nice and taut to the body where you're not breaking your wrists and so on and so forth. Secondly, the inside approach. It's got the foam bar that reaches out, and this is the most effective tool that I've seen for making somebody swing out instead of coming over the top of the ball, creating a cut. Make sure that you look into the inside approach. Third is a head cover, just a plain, ordinary cloth head cover that you put under your right arm if you're a righty to cure a flying elbow coming over the top of your swing where the club is pointing toward the first baseman. You want to avoid that at all costs. This will keep the right elbow to the side, and you'll be down the line much, much better. For more on taking strokes off of your game, check out the website, t or visit your local PGA
7: professional.
2: Listening to America's longest running network radio golf show. It's Tita Green, Jerry Butenhoff coming to you from the Broadmoor Resort in Colorado Springs. Um, Over the course of years, uh, Jay and I have had uh, a boatload of authors on our show uh, that have written books about golf, whether it be about the mental approach, the history of golf. Uh, humorous, golf tales, what have you. Uh, Normally we try and get those people on as close to the release date as we can. Uh, We don't always get that right. And uh, with some of the uh, road trips and uh, other things going on this year, we're a little late with this next fella, but uh, looking forward to having him uh, here. Uh, Dr. Robert Winters is a Ph.D. and a uh, sports psychologist. Uh, He is the resident mind guru at the uh, Ledbetter Academy in Florida. And uh, his new book is called Mistake-Free Golf, and uh, we're going to call him Dr. Bob like everyone else does. That is a bold title, my friend.
3: Yeah, you know, thank you, Jerry. It's great to be on TV Green and uh, really excited to talk about our new book. Um,
2: now, uh, in discussing uh, a little bit uh, with you things the other day, this, this was a, uh, uh, an adventure that took you quite some time, Uh Let's uh, talk about the, the writing process. Now you've written other books uh, and everything too, but um, uh, what what all went into compiling all this and finally getting it out in print form?
3: Well, you know, one of the things you know that I've done, Jerry, is that I I have written you know other books. I've written the Middle Art of Putting and I've written the the Ten Commandments of Mind Power Golf. But this for me was sort of my magnum opus. And really, someone asked me just uh, a few weeks ago how long it you know took to actually to write it. And I said, to really write it, it only took like about maybe a year, year and a half. It took me about seven years to collect all the interviews, get all the data. But it took really all my life to sort of figure out what was really important and really what to sort of put in the book and what to leave out. Because most of the mental health books, you know, that I have seen, and I had a, a a lot of people come up to me and say, I've read everything. I said, but they tell me this book is so different than any other book they've read because it really talks specifically about key mental issues, emotional issues that affect them and gives them a step-by-step procedure. Here's how to eliminate those mental mistakes. And, and what I did, I actually just went up you know, to some of the, the best golfers in the world and some of the most emotionally challenged golfers. And I asked them, I said, what is the single greatest mental mistake in golf that you make? I mean, not a physical mistake, but a mental mistake or an emotional mistake. And they were really quite willing, you know, to sort of just just let it out there and just tell me exactly here's really what's been bothering me. And almost to a man and woman, everyone was pretty open about, you know, their mental or emotional issue. But they were always curious to find out. Know, what are other people doing? What are some of the most common mistakes that you've heard, Dr. Winters, in all these different years? And and it's funny because everyone makes these same mistakes. And I actually have nine chapters in mistake-free golf. And, you know, it talks about, you know, I don't believe in myself. I, you know, I doubt my ability. I mean, that's mistake number one, not believing in your talent, creating doubt. Two, you know, I hit the ball when I'm not ready. I, I expect to play perfect. I think too much over the ball, I lose my composure, I don't commit to my shot or my game plan. So there's a lot of different mental mistakes, but you know, all the great players are always wanting to know what the other great players what their mental mistakes were and now how to actually get through them because they're saying uh, to me, well what do you suggest and uh, what are the recommendations? And I go, why do you ask? They said, well, I haven't, I haven't figured it out yet. So give me a little clue. So that's really what I talk about in the book, Mistake Free Golf. It's it's just a, a great read, and I'm very very excited to
2: talk about it here today. The uh, book is uh, subtitled First Aid for Your Golfing Brain. And uh, we'll, we'll dive into a, f- a few things here uh, about uh, specifics in just a bit. But let's back up just a little bit and, and give our listeners a little more a history about uh, your background and, and how you got into the, uh, uh, the uh, psychology world and, I guess, the sports psychology world. Give us a little uh, Dr. Bob history, if you will.
3: Well, Dr. Bob Winters started you know, many years ago as a, as a small player, who was very little, who came uh, from the Midwest in the state of Indiana. And I was playing high school golf, and I couldn't hit it very far, Jared. and uh, But I had a great short game, and I think I had a great you know, mental attitude. And I was a walk-on to the Ball State University golf team. The golf coach had never heard of me before. And I guess it's what Mark Twain said. You know, success comes from two areas. It comes from ignorance. And confidence. And I had a lot of confidence and a lot of ignorance to feel like I could play Division One golf. And I actually just started learning and uh, developing my game. It became, you know, a, a pretty daggone good player. And I've actually played at every level, you know, competitive golf and, uh, you know, had done a lot of work in sports vision and sports medicine. And I actually uh, introduced myself to uh, a young sports psychologist named Dr. Bob Rotella. And he said, why don't you come here to the University of Virginia because you've already done your master's work in educational psychology and physical education and all that. And my first master's thesis, I wrote about the effects anxiety and stress have upon modern golf performance, and that was back in 1977. So I've been involved with the game now for over 45 years, and having played it and coached it, I went to the University of Virginia and did my Ph.D. there with Bob and also with a few men's assistant golf coach and performance coach for a lot of other sports teams while I was there. And then after I graduated with my doctorate, I moved to Orlando, Florida to be closer to uh, what we call the Golf Mecca and be closer to Golf Channel, which I've been on the Golf Channel for many years. And also David Ledbetter had his world teaching flagship headquarters there at Champions Gate, and he knew of me, and we had met before, many years before, when he was working with Nick Faldo and Nick Price. And he knew I had done some work with a lot of European, international players. And he said, why don't you come down here and join me and be my sports psychologist for my flagship academy and all my academies you know, globally. And that's about 15 years ago, and sort of the rest is history. So we've, we've seen literally thousands of great athletes, elite athletes, amateurs, collegiates, young tour players, And uh, we've all, you know, tried to give them sort of uh, the good gospel of mental training. And that's really what, you know, this book, you know, comes from. It comes from a lot of my work with those players, a lot of the interviews, and just up-close stories. And that's how I became. Really, everybody talks about research, being a sports psychologist. I guess, Jerry, I got into this field because I wanted to do a lot of me-search. I was doing all this research, trying to find out great things. So I could actually help my game because I've always had the philosophy of doctor heal thyself because if I couldn't do it, how can I expect someone else to do it? And that's sort of really my whole philosophy is that I'm just trying to get players to play anywhere, anytime and know that they can actually play great golf, you know, with anyone. And, you know, whatever talent level or handicap you are, you know, this book, Mistake-Free Golf, will help you identify those things that are holding you back and help propel you to a whole different, you know, mindset and uh, gain performance.
2: My guest is uh, Robert Winters. He's the author of the new book, uh, Mistake-Free Golf. And uh, you mentioned, uh, you know, that a lot of the uh, professional players uh, allowed you to interview them and uh, some of their... uh uh, quotes, if you will, are, are in in the book. Uh, uh, many of them, uh, people that we've actually had on the show here. Uh, as I was uh, perusing through this the other day, like I said when I was talking to you, uh, we are going to come back uh, after this break and delve into a few of the specifics of the book, uh, "Mistake Free Golf: Its First Aid for Your Golfing Brain." Boy, who can't use that on occasion? <laughs> robert winters is my guest uh, he's going to hang on for a little bit and uh he beat me to that last question i was going to find out about uh, how he hooked up with david ledbetter and he went right into that so uh uh that's good that's good beating me uh see he's obviously a good mental coach because he knows what i'm thinking ahead of time too. <laughs> so uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll continue after the break with uh, dr bob he's known uh also, uh, coming up at the end of the show, as usual, we'll take you on tour and let you know what's going on in the professional world, all coming up on t
0: iHeartRadio, an app so powerful, it holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists, thousands of the best live radio stations, custom stations, and stations created just for you. It's anywhere and it's everywhere. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com
1: Hey George, are you watching the game? I sure am. How do I sound? Great.
6: Why? I just got Easy Office Phone's cloud-based business phone service. The friendly support agent crafted a custom auto attendant with all the advanced phone features my business needs and North American calling included. But that's not all. I got the Panasonic deal with 25 bucks off each handset and the first month for free. Wow, how do I get that Panasonic deal? Easy. Call them at 866-671-0111 or visit easyofficephone.com.
7: My joints used to kill me.
1: Shell V-Power Premium Gasoline removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines, and it starts with your very first tank. So when you fill up, car, engine, and performance come together to make your drive come alive. Choose Shell V-Power today, and learn how you can save big at the pump at FuelRewards.com.
4: There's only one other acceptable theory about how to hit a golf ball.
8: Oh, boy. Well, I'm afraid to ask. (laughs)
6: Oh, what is it? What's the other theory? Grip it
0: and rip it. t to green takes you to the driving range with our tip of the week. The Broadmoor is one of the world's premier resorts and the longest holder of the prestigious AAA Five Diamond Award. This 3,000-acre property has 700 rooms and suites, a world-class amenity spa and fitness center, plus more than 185,000 square feet of meeting space. The Broadmoor is located five miles southwest of downtown Colorado Springs and one hour south of Denver. The Broadmoor continues to stand in the forefront of world-class facilities, amenities and service, combining modern comfort and convenience with an elegant charm of the past.
4: Hi, I'm Mark Kelbell, the head golf pro at the Broadmoor Golf Club, and today I want to talk to you about natural elements that inhibit shot success. And what I'm talking about is wind, rain, sun in your eyes. We've all heard that excuse, the sun was in my eyes. Well, interestingly enough, more shots are missed into the sun in golf than any other natural element. Shots into the sun are the most difficult to pull off. A couple of things that you need to be aware of when you're playing into the sun, and it happens a lot of times, obviously, late in the evening. Shorten your swing up. Make sure that you get the face of the club on the ball. Slow your swing down. Choose a club that's going to enable you to minimize the miss that's created by a poor shot. Do these things. I promise you, you'll hit more good shots into the sun. Thank you. For more on hitting those tough shots, check out the website, ttgreenradio.com, or visit your local PGA professional.
2: I like to call it Dedicated Listening for Destination Listening. I messed that up. Destination Listening for Dedicated Golfers. Tita Green, Jerry Butenhoff with you from the Broadmoor Resort in Colorado Springs. Uh, Speaking with Dr. Robert Winters, uh, his new book is Mistake-Free Golf, First Aid for Your Golfing Brain. And uh, Bob, uh, a lot of the authors that we have discussed uh, break down their book into nine 18 or sometimes 19 chapters, of course, with the 19th hole. Uh, you have nine chapters after your introduction. Was that intentional all along?
3: Well, it was, because, you know, what this book is probably going to be is sort of the, the first, hopefully, of a, a series of books. Uh, you know, I'm already compiling a lot of uh, new information for the second book, which hopefully, you know, will be titled The Back Nine. But these are, you know, the nine most common. Uh, When we start talking about all the mental mistakes, there is a whole menu list of items, you know, that I've actually sort of have talked and discussed with golfers, you know, over the years. But these are the nine most common that really come to the forefront. And if, you know, players who actually, you know, read this book, and this is the the thing I'm, I'm most proud about, I've had so many testimonials now over the last three, four months since the book came out here at the 1st of June. Uh, People say, you know, I've cut, you know, my handicap by about five to seven strokes. Uh, You know, I've won my club championships. I've played, you know, personal best rounds. I mean, these endorsements, these testimonials are coming in over and over. And what I'm really very proud of is the Goodreads, which is sort of the social cataloging house uh, from Amazon.com. Uh, it's sort of like a clearinghouse of uh, book reviewers. And I think over the hundreds of reviews that they've done on the book, I think on a scale of one to five, I mean, I'm averaging something like a 4.8. And that's that's a pretty great rating. You know, people read this book and they say, this is the first book uh, that I've read. And I've written, they say, I've read everything on the mental game and golf and things like that. This is the first one that really speaks to me. And one of my uh, endorsements of the book was from Michael Doctor, who was the National PGA Golf Professional of the Year. And he just came down and just flew down to spend, you know, some time with me, you know, even, as a matter of fact, yesterday. And he was telling me that this book, he's actually making part of all his golf programs at his golf course up in uh, New York. And he says it's just, you know, a great read, easy. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to keep this book very simple and very specific. And why I say it's first aid for the golfing brain No, that came because so many of the platitudes and the cliche statements we hear about golf is, you know, be the ball, be in the moment, play one shot at a time. We hear those cliches ad nauseum. We hear them all the time. And most people you know, hear yada, 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 one shot at a time, blah, blah, blah. But they don't know how to play one shot at a time. They don't know how to put the wheels back on. And Mistake Free Golf is the one book and I'm very proud to have authored it, that says, okay, you have told me, you know, what the problem is. Here's how to fix it. This is the first aid, because if you're sitting there sort of bleeding, it doesn't do very much, you know, good to actually put a little, you know, Band-Aid on it. You really need to apply some type of mental tourniquet and say, here's what you need to do to fix this cancer and, you know, clean it up, and let's get going so you can play some great golf. Uh, I had another person, Jerry, say to me, it's sort of like the analogy is if a person is drowning, I don't care, you know, how much you tell them, just swim, just swim. You know, they're not going to swim because they don't know how to swim. They don't know how to correct the motion to get them buoyant above the water. Much like telling a person who's having a panic attack, you just need to relax. No, what we're doing here is not telling people to be positive. We're telling them very specific things to do so they can have success, so they can build on that success to build what we call enduring confidence. And that's really what the book's all about. It's about creating confidence by eliminating simple, unforced mental errors.
2: And and what I like, uh, I guess uh, you've designed it, if you will. Uh, This is something that can be read by... You know, Joe Amateur, like myself, uh, all the way up to, you know, college kids that want to pursue a career, uh, all the way up through touring professionals, everyone can gain something out of here, can't they?
3: Oh, absolutely. In fact, you know, uh, some of the tour professionals that I've actually interviewed have taken the book, and, and they read it, and they come back to me, and they say, you are spot on with some of the things you've talked about in this book. I know that Nick Price, you know, was one of them. He said, the things you're talking about in this book are spot on, or the things I needed to hear in my career. Uh, Another one uh, who does a lot of, you know, different things for the PGA Tour was Dennis Paulson. And Dennis Paulson said, well, some of the things in the book I don't do, but there's like two or three different chapters here that, guys, if I'd had them back when I was playing in my early PGA Tour career days, it would have really helped me immensely, and I could have won a lot more money. So, you know, everyone can benefit from this. Whether you're a 20 handicapper to an elite tour professional, You know, mistake-free golf is you know, hopefully the one definitive read for you.
2: Talking with Dr. Robert Winters, Mistake-Free Golf, the name of the book. A um, couple of things that I'd like to touch on. Uh, chapter 6, uh, I worry about what others think about me. And you've got some, uh, I guess, fear factor uh, lists here. Uh the fear of appearing incompetent, the fear of humiliation, um, looking stupid, making mistakes. Uh, These are general concepts that people run into just in life in general, let alone on the golf course. And this chapter, I think, in particular uh, can help people that aren't even golfers.
3: Well, absolutely, Jerry, because, I mean, that's the whole point. We have, you know, in golf is that there is a social evaluation anxiety. That is, it's the fear of looking inept or the fear of embarrassing oneself in front of others. And really, if you take the word fear, F E A R, really what that means, it means that most people have fear because they're focusing everything around results. And because the first thing when you come in off of a golf course, Jerry, they aren't asking you, hey, did you stay emotionally composed out there today? Did you enjoy yourself today? They don't ask you that, Jerry. The first thing they ask you is what did you
4: shoot?
3: (laughs) What did you score, you know, and how did you play? And so we become so obsessed with score and and comparing ourselves to others and, and, and sort of the pecking order at the club that what I'm always trying to help people is if you want to play better golf, you've got to really have the philosophy that I play for myself and I'm not going to worry about what you think about me because really that fear of making mistakes, the fear of not meeting other people's expectations, you know, including your own, or the fear of not you know, getting off the first tee with confidence. I mean, if you have those fears, I mean, you're going to be tight. You're going to have your energy misdirected into a lot of other things. And when you finally take control and say, this is who I'm playing for. I'm playing for myself, and I really don't care about anybody else. doesn't mean you have to be, you know, Mr. or Miss not nice guy or impolite. This means that you're focused on what you want to do for your own enjoyment because it is your nickel, it is your time, but I guarantee you that when people play their very best golf, they are absorbed in the moment. They are engaged in what they can control, and they play to their own, you know, level of enjoyment. And when you do that, that just seems to free it up. And so we need to kind of let go of what others are doing, like the who's watching me syndrome, and quit worrying about who's watching you. Get your focus into your target, into your task. If you do that, I'll tell you what, that, that really helps create what we call that zone of control and gives you an optimum level of functioning so you can go play the very best golf you possibly can.
2: Yeah, and especially uh, golf being like it is as far as results go, I mean, everyone's gone through this. You can uh, hit the ball really well one day and maybe score three shots higher than another day just because of the breaks and everything like that. Oh, um oh, absolutely.
3: Chi- and yeah, and, and you're talking about, you know, something that happens. It's like, you know, here you are in the fourth hole and you're comparing it to what you did yesterday and you're sitting here today you've gone double bogey, bogey, you're three over at the first four holes. You're going, "Dang, it I was I was even par here yesterday. How come what's going on here today?" So, every day is a new day and and you've got to be able to stay in that present moment and be mindful of the moment so i talk a lot about that in, in the book
2: yeah chapter four uh i do not commit to my shot or game plan do amateur golfers or weekend golfers do they even have a game plan normally
3: well i think you know a lot of them you know think they have a game plan
2: okay.
3: uh, <laughs> they think they have a game plan i i tell you know most people i said you're very consistent and they go really i go yes you are consistently inconsistent. That is, you're doing something different every time you step up into the ball. So uh, a lot of you know golfers really don't have a, a great routine, a one shot mindset routine. They really don't have sort of a shot strategy or a hole strategy. They just kind of step up there and grip it and rip it and you know and they they play what I call hit and hope golf instead of saying, okay, here's really what I want to do for this shot. I have a nice structured routine. I have a nice system of behaviors every time I step into the ball I do the very same thing but the most important part of having a great routine Jerry is knowing that the ball is going to go to your intended you know, target. I mean that's the whole point of having all these different behaviors and that's why you see the Rory McElroys and the, the Stensons you know and the who they have actually developed you know wonderful routines stepping into the ball so that when they get to the ball they've already done the thinking. Now they're just looking and reacting and letting their athleticism you know, fire you know, their body to hit the ball to the target. And that's really what we need to do. So when we start talking about I don't commit to my shot or game plan, I think it was Greg Norman who gave me a great interview. He says, you know, if, if you don't commit, you, you might as well quit, he said, because if you're not committing to your shot or not knowing what you want to do with the shot, he goes, you're already dead before you take off because if you're not committing – you're indecisive, you're creating doubt, and you're creating a lot of tension. So that chapter right there, there's a lot of great stuff in there about what commitment is and how to develop it. Uh,
2: Dr. Bob Winters, Mistake Free Golf. Uh, doctor, the uh, book is at all the normal, uh, all, the, all the usual suspects have the book uh, r- available for people?
3: It, it, it is. Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million. Uh,
2: you,
3: you know, it, it's, it's everywhere. And uh, it's, it's a five star read. And we're just really excited. Got some great, great endorsements. And a lot of people are reading it and they're getting better right away by reading it.
2: Yeah, that's good. And uh, you're, as you said, you're working on some sort of follow up. Uh, how far down the road are are we, lock, are, are we talking for that?
3: Well, you know, it's it's St. Martin's Press, you know, is my publisher with Macmillan Books.
2: Who is wonderful, and, uh, by the way? Yes. Yeah, and
3: they're and they're great people, and so we're we're putting all of this together right now. You know, we're sort of you know kind of discussing about audio books and different things here with mistake-free golf. But you know, like in golf, I'm just taking every day as it comes, every shot as it comes, and, and we'll see really what develops. But I got to tell you, I know the, you know, from what a lot of the readers are telling me that this book. Is going to be around for a long time they already think it's sort of a, a one of the new modern classics and you know I'm not saying that I've had a lot of people tell me that but I sort of knew that when I was reading it that this book was very very special because it looked at golf and it looked at you know the mental game in a different perspective it just wasn't just about you know be positive it was about okay here's what happens here's what you need to do in order to be really effective and, and really play the golf of your life
2: Dr. Robert Winters, Mistake-Free Golf. Go find yourself a copy. There's something in there for every level of golfer. Doctor, it's been great having you. Take care. Uh, sorry we didn't get to you a little earlier right when it came up, but I think we covered a lot of good stuff today. Best of luck and a continued success when we come back on tour to tell you what's going on in pro golf this weekend right after this break on Tee to Green. Stay with us.
7: Let us help you break your addiction to drug and alcohol before it's too late. This call is completely confidential and free. So if you have private insurance, take five minutes of your time. Call right now. I promise it'll change your life. 866 490 3992. 866 490 3992. 866 490 3992. 866 490 3992. -3992.
8: It's late. Your baby is flushed and congested. Do you go to the emergency room, page your doctor, hoping you hear back? No. You're out of refills and your doctor can't see you for two weeks. Do you go without? No. You've broken out in itchy hives and are running a fever, but you're traveling in miles from home. Do you suffer through it? No. You sign up with Doc On Call to make sure it doesn't happen again. Doc On Call will give you immediate access to board certified physicians and registered nurses day or night with one on one video or phone consultations. All consultations are Completely confidential and records are immediately transmitted to your physician. Doc on Call is a great backup plan because it allows you to contact a doctor on a moment's notice. Now you can get convenient personal professional medical care whenever you need it. Call now to get started and have a doctor always on call for less than a dollar a day. With Doc on Call, your appointment is when you say it is. Call now. 1-800-996-7722 now. That's 1-800-996-7722. 1-800-996-7722.
7: We all know health care has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits.
2: the fastest hour in radio time to take you on tour let you know what's going on the uh, lpga event at incheon south korea the hana bank championship they're completed three-way tie at the end at minus 10 Brittany Linsicum, inji chun and q jung back all finished at minus 10 one better than Inbee park back won the championship in a playoff in spite of f- opening around 74 Bounce back to win that. Uh, Katrina Matthew and Michelle Wee finish two shots back. Stateside, the Shriners Hospital for Children, second event in the fall series, uh, opening the 2015 PGA Championship. Ben Martin is your leader after three rounds. He's at minus 17 after a 62 yesterday. He's two better than Russell Knox, four ahead of uh, Andres Savota and Jimmy Walker, and then a group of four players at minus 12. One of our favorite locations, Rock Barn Golf Club in North Carolina, the Greater Hickory Classic. Jay Haas is your leader at minus 12 on this Champions Tour, two ahead of Joe Durant, David Frost, and Kirk Triplett, uh, three better than Wayne Levy. And one of the big events on the European Tour, the World Match Play, uh, they should be done with the semifinals right now. Miko Ilonen of Finland and Joost Luton of Netherlands paired off this morning. Uh, In one semifinal, George Kutsia of South Africa and Henrik Stenson of Sweden in the other semifinal. And those winners, I believe, should have been decided right now and they should be in the final. Golf Channel has all that stuff for you. Thanks to Dr. Robert Winters, Mistake Free Golf. Go and get yourself a copy. A lot of good stuff in there about how to improve and uh, things to do and not to do to help your mental game. Next week, Jay here by himself. I'll be gone. Until then, hit him long and hit him straight.